Hi everyone, Sharon Fitzmaurice here and it's episode 47 of my podcast and today a very special day, the 11th of the 11th and even the number 47 of this episode, 7 and 4 is 11, so all coming together, loads of synchronicity. I just wanted to start by saying a very big thank you to each and every one of you and there was many of you that responded to my last podcast, episode 46 called Standing Still where I opened my heart and I let my feelings flow freely and again spoke about the way I was feeling, the changes, the transformations, the transitional period I was in. And so many of you responded saying you felt the exact same or something similar for a while. And again, there was so much happening. So it was a really reflective time for me and even as I got all the response from everybody, from your emails and messages and calls, I mean, I'm still reading emails and I am trying to get back to you all as soon as I can. It made me very aware of the shift in consciousness that is going on and what people are experiencing in their own lives. And today, even being 11-11, when I got up this morning, I jumped out of bed and I welcomed the day and I just felt like there was a change just taking place even in that moment. And as I meditated this morning, I felt like I had gone through a doorway, a portal, and it was opening up to my own soul power. And I shared this with a friend of mine in the UK that I felt like the universe was just abundant with stars. And I was taking loads of stars, putting them in my pockets everywhere and even decorating my hair with them. And it was just that there was so much light and there was so much available to us in the universe and that we don't always need to be grabbing or looking for them, but they're right there. Whatever those stars signify for me or for you, that everything is available to us when we allow it, when we make space for it and time for it. And right now at the moment in my transitional period, I'm going through a phase of reconciling with myself what it is that I truly want to do in my life. And I love that because, you know, I think we all have to go through different cycles in our own lives, whether that be personal or professional. And even this morning, I went out for a walk in the forest. My friend couldn't come. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to go myself. And it was amazing. I felt like I was walking on a carpet of orange and gold. All of the trees were changing color. And there was just this beautiful breeze flowing through the trees. And it was like messages, whispers in the air for me, as I always say. And then I picked a card as I was coming on. And it was about nature spirits. And funnily enough, it's like a beautiful doorway made by the trees and beautiful light shining through it. And there are steps. So I always say we take it one step at a time. So I do believe we're entering, entering into a new phase within our own energy and that it's okay to take some time to reflect, to rest and replenish your energy and just allow the universe to guide you, to give you signs and inspirations, whether that is in your meditations, in your writing, your journaling or through other people. We all need guides and support along the way. So whoever is supporting you, allow them to open up to them. Let them know how you're feeling and open that beautiful heart of yours. Make space for growth and for love and for rest and, you know, for healing, whatever it is you need. I'm very blessed. I have so much love and support. And even my lovely friend, Branya West, who I chatted with here on this podcast a few months ago, um, gave me beautiful guidance this morning. And I'm so grateful for her. I always call her my soul sister. We have such a beautiful connection. And I laughed as she left the message for me because, again, she knows me and my sense of humor and not to be taking ourselves so seriously. So my next guest, I hope, is going to give you loads of insights and that you're going to be empowered by what she's going to share. And again, please do message me. Let me know how you're getting on if this podcast resonates with you and if there's anything you'd like to add or to share as you're reflecting at this transitional time or transformative time that I can share on the podcast or if you have a story to tell let me know I'm always listening so we're going to move on in a moment now to our guest and I'm thanking you again for listening and supporting me and sharing this podcast and our beautiful guest as she's coming on now I'll introduce you 
So here she is, my lovely guest, Joanna Hennan. Joanna believes that there is a magical side to life and that we can all access. She calls this soul smart living and wants everyone to know about it. This is because being soul smart has helped her find more joy, fulfillment, meaning and life satisfaction more than she ever thought possible. If you are intrigued by intuition, manifesting, tarot and oracle cards, then soul smart living will change your life too. It's because I'm so excited by all of the things that you do, Joanna, and I'm dying to get in and ask you loads of questions. Welcome to Ireland, first of all. I know that you've moved here very recently. And yes. I'm sure that was a huge transition for you. So, uh, yeah, we want to hear all about that because it's all about transition and changes and uprooting maybe the life we thought or believed was right for us and moving into a place where we really want to be, but maybe it's going to cause a little bit of fear or doubt or upheaval or whatever, all of those things. So we want to hear all about it from you, Joanna. So tell me what, first of all, you decided what brought you to Ireland? What was the thing about coming to Ireland? Um, I just think Ireland is really magical. Like I've always thought that my husband is Irish, so there is a connection. Um, but like where, whenever I came to Ireland, I just loved the the energy of it, really. Like it just always felt like coming home. Um, I don't have any memories of a past life here or anything. I must have had one, surely, because I really feel a connection. Um, but yeah, it's it's I jokingly say that it's the the magic and the fairies <laughs> that brought me over. Very good. And nothing more than, you know what, going back in our folklore, in our history, the magic and the fairies were so important. And I think, again, we are rediscovering that magic within our own country again, you know, because mm. we got very linear. So I think the magic, bringing magic back into our lives is very important. So where did you come from and what was your like, your life like before you decided you wanted to come to Ireland and work? as a beautiful soul smart lady <laughs> well um i well i was born in poland so because I, we moved from belgium and whenever i say that people assume we're belgian which we're not um so we lived there for a very long time i was there for maybe 26 seven years in belgium and before that I, i'd lived all over the world um and my life was just like normal life I had a normal job that was relatively stressful I had a mortgaged house I had a, you know a small child um the usual stressors of kind of modern living um so it was it was pretty regular to be honest yeah. um and and probably I don't know the dates now it's probably like eight years ago um I had a bit of a mental breakdown <laughs> um and I spent a few months at home and I rediscovered my spiritual connection and some interests and kind of started feeling myself again um and I, and then I, I I downgraded my job to something less stressful started a business on the side um and decided to completely overhaul my life. Now, this sounds like a very, very smooth story, but like note that that was eight years ago. <laughs> I just moved last August. <laughs> First of all, and second of all, nothing about it was smooth. <laughs> so when in the, your introduction, you said, you know, that change might involve a little bit of fear. I was going to say, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I wanted to say, what's this little bit of fear and upheaval? <laughs> like, <laughs> like we have to be prepared if we're going to really go for what we want, we have to be prepared for a lot of upheaval, a lot of upheaval. <laughs> and yeah. I think I think that's just the way it is. That's, that's the conclusion I've come to. Mm, wow. So in the midst of that fear and upheaval, was there a part of you that went, why did I do this? Why did I make this choice? <laughs> Yeah, obviously, you know, like I had to do the move in the end during the COVID lockdowns. That's just how it worked out. And we knew it was the right thing to do at that time. But obviously that made it even more complicated uh, to leave jobs and come here. Like we basically sold our house, came here, lived in an Airbnb and hoped that we could buy something at some point <laughs> wow. with not, not, not knowing anything, no school, no, no nothing. So, um, so, so yeah, so I, I said several times, you know, if I had known how difficult 
it would be like in that messy middle. I don't know if I would have had the courage to jump. And I think that's a lot of people, isn't it, as well? They have that fear of the big jump or the big leap. But again, I always say we can only do one thing at a time. So, yes, of course, now, you know, in hindsight, as you look back, what did you learn about it all, you know, overcoming that fear or moving through the fear, Joanna? What did it teach you about yourself? Oh, my goodness, lots of things. I'm actually still in the process of trying to put all my learnings into something that I can share with other people, to be honest, because there's just so much. Um, I, I, One thing that I can identify as a big lesson that I feel a lot of people need to hear right now in our weird times um, is to just focus on taking the next right step. So we had this situation where we had this dream and this goal, and we kind of could see what it could look like on the other side, but it was so impossible. When you started thinking about how we were going to get from A to B, it was impossible. Like you just wanted to give up immediately because we didn't know, we couldn't see further than our own noses, like it, with COVID, especially. <laughs> um, we didn't know what would happen if Ireland would ever let us in to, you know, once we sold our house even. Um, and so we decided very early on in the process, even before COVID, that we would just focus on the next right step. So we knew it was right to sell the house. We would focus on that. We didn't know where we would go after that um, or what would happen to us. Um, but we decided to just focus on the next thing that felt right to us in the context of our of our family. And I think I think that's the way to to live. Like that's certainly the soul smart way to live, to to live intuitively, to live um in a way that moves you towards what your heart truly desires and like without having to see the full path ahead because you'll never be shown the full path ahead all you can ever see is that next step and to have the courage to take that next step without knowing what's beyond that i think that's the the magic and that's the trick yeah i love that and you know what um I shared, you know, with my listeners about the card that I picked after I came back from my walk before this podcast, and it was nature spirits, and it was, you know, that portal of light between the trees, and it's exactly how I felt on my walk this morning, but I couldn't see at the end of the path, and I could never see the end of my path, and, you know, I know that's something that you help people with is manifesting, and I've always kind of questioned certain parts of people, you know, they talk about manifesting and seeing your goal and what it should look like. And I think sometimes if we focus too much on the way it should look, we're missing out on a lot of opportunities along the path. For me, I never had um, a complete picture of what my life should look like, you know, or what I expected it to look like. I just knew, like you said there, where my heart was leading me. And I took that next little step and almost instantly I was giving, given the next step to take and it led me and it could have taken six months or a year, but I wasn't in a rush to get anywhere. I was allowing it to come, as I call it, you know, divine timing for me. So is that kind of where you are when you said, you know, which that was huge, Joanna, selling your house and having nowhere to go. I know you're shaking your head now and going, what were we thinking? <laughs> with an with an eleven year old in tow, I kept saying, "Like it's not like I'm a student with like you know no dependents and no responsibilities." <laughs> yeah, massive, Joanna, massive to sell the house and say we know we're taking the right step. That really is fearless. That really is believing, you know. And I think you really you know give yourself credit because, as you said, if you were an individual on your own and you did it, people would say, "Oh, you're great." But I'm sure there were people that looked at you, family and friends, and said, you're crazy. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, lots of people. I mean, I gave up the dream. It's like I had everything. And then <laughs> I gave it all up for what? Nobody knows. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, but I, I wouldn't call it fearless. Uh, there was a lot of fear and a lot of, you know, ugly crying on the kitchen floor. To, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is not a pretty story. And like, I'm just trying, like, I'm actually just putting together a little training on um, basically a debrief of what happened and what I did and what I learned and all these things, because I set out to, to manifest something really smooth and easy. And although 
like now I can feel the smooth and easy. The process was like anything but, you know? Um, and so I found, I find it really interesting and I worked um, extensively with my spirit guide team to kind of help me understand more about what manifesting actually is and is not. Mm. And like, you know, I don't want to say like the rules, but kind of un like to understand the things that I couldn't understand, like why they happened in a certain way and why they didn't unfold like I desperately wanted them to, you know? Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a really interesting thing to manifest something and then go over what happened and try to figure out like how and why it unfolded a particular way. Yeah. And I think maybe that's for a lot of people, you know, and especially now, as I said, today is 11, 11, and it's about stepping into something new and we say exciting, but it can be, it can be lots of other things as well. Like you've just proven by your big move here. And again, I come back to the word manifesting. And a lot of people have an idea about what they want in their life, but maybe not what they need. So I would always ask myself, you know, well, there's lots of things I want. Well, not so much now. I don't really want for much. I am, you know, I'm a very simple person in my living. But what I need, and I always kind of listen to my intuitive side and say, well, what is it I need today? Or what do I need to help me flow a little bit more. So that's where my questioning came from last week. Mm. So if I thought about manifesting, I would feel it's manifesting is not something, you know, it's not a particular material item. It's manifesting an idea or a feeling. Does that make sense, Joanna? Yeah. So manifesting is all about energy and how we match the energy vibration between what you are and what you want um but i really i teach manifesting in a slightly different way because i really believe that um that manifesting doesn't happen at the ego human level manifesting is a soul skill which mean like your soul does couldn't care less whether you own a ferrari or like a mansion or anything else right your soul cares about other things and it has its chosen path and so i believe that when you have those really you know those deep desires within you, those are soul level desires. And those are the things that if you choose to consciously manifest, they will come to you easily. But it, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a matter of like what the soul needs to experience or what the, what the soul needs you to be doing in order to learn something rather than what you want. And I'll give you a very, very clear example, right? Um, so I have ended up in rural Ireland, which is not what I wanted. <laughs> like I am, I am not a country person. <laughs> like this is, this has taken a lot of time for me to even start getting used to. So it was a very odd feeling to have achieved my biggest dream and then to feel dissatisfied because and uncomfortable because I looked out of my window and saw cows. <laughs> Right. So um, I would have never chosen this consciously. But the more I settle in here, the more I feel like this is what I needed, like this peace and probably more. I mean, we just landed. So, you know, it, it, it probably more will uh, will will be divulged as we as we go on. But it really feels right. And it always felt right, even though. It wasn't what I consciously wanted, if that makes sense. So I had to even, even in the process, like I had to choose for what was clearly the path, like the, the universe clearly, very, very clearly led us to this particular house, to this particular location. Um, we didn't set out to be here. And so I have to trust that that's where I need to be in order to grow into my highest potential and soul purpose and all those big, you know, big heavy ideas that we like to to ask about and play with mm. i think that's very important as well joanna you're just um every time you say something it resonates on so many levels and i think for a lot of people i mean you know you work with people and i work with people and many people are saying you know well this is what i want and i wanted to this relationship but i wanted this job and i wanted this house and that doesn't happen for them because they're reaching out and they're almost pushing things away and they're not looking at what's actually around them. So for an example, I was saying to, I'm not sure was it was at a group or who I was saying it to, maybe I was when I was teaching at the weekend, 
And I was saying how a friend of mine used to go to fortune tellers, as they were called here years ago. And the fortune teller might say to her, only you're going to meet a red haired guy and he wears a uniform. So she only looked out for the red haired guy with the uniform and she missed out on everybody else that wasn't wearing a uniform or that had blonde or dark hair. So when we just focus on one goal or one particular item, we're missing out on the signs and opportunities that are always in front of us. And I believe, like you, Joanna, that the universe is going to give our soul and our human self what it needs to develop and grow and learn from. And many times on a human level, we don't want that. So we push against it and we struggle through it. And that goes to show even for you landing in the middle of a country area and you're not a country person at all, that you now realize that maybe you need the space. And I'm so glad that you said that, Joanna, because before you came on, I picked a card for you as well. And the card was <laughs> the circle of life. And I'm not sure if you can see it, but I'm going to describe it for my listeners. It's a big old green field and there's a beautiful sky and some trees behind it. And in the middle of the field, there is a stone circle. Well, it's five stone circles. So when I was looking at the card and asking for guidance for Joanna, because I want to give her something back for being on my lovely podcast, and I'm all about the energy today and sharing as much as we can. And it's about working with the five elements. And you need space to do that, Joanna. So again, and I wrote it down for you, stand in the center and be open. And I think just standing in the center, it's not even standing in the circle, you know, it's standing in the circle of your own life and being open. I think this is a message for all of us, isn't it really? And working with the five elements, air to ground yourself and to sow the seeds that you want to plant for your future life, the water, working with those emotions, with all that upheaval and screaming, crying on the floor, not knowing why you were, why you were here and what's going on. And also about your creativity, letting it flow. This is going to be a place that is going to be very special for you to grow, Joanna. The fire is about this transformation that, again, you are going through, but many of us are going through. And it's burning away all those old beliefs of what we think we do want in our lives. But it's really allowing what needs to flow, things that we need to come into our life. The air element is about your communication. So you have a podcast, the Soul Smart podcast, and then you said there now you're going to, you know, debrief about your journey here. And it's not all roses and petals that, you know, there's a lot of thorns along the way and that's okay. And sharing your experience. And I believe that more of us that speak openly and honestly about our own journeys it's helping people understand that we don't have it easy just because we're in this line of work or we work with energy or spirit and we have lovely guides. Everybody has. We just need to open up. And that brings to the ether element and your beautiful divine connection. Now you have space to let more in to help you. It's just a beautiful card. Your, the four winds are bringing so much into you. They're bringing them all in your direction. Everything is kind of coming in and it's like it's growing. You can't see it yet, but it's definitely growing. Embrace and accept where you are in this great circle of your life and things are about to change. So if you feel and like anybody else feels like they're stuck, them winds that are howling outside my window in County Galway, they are blowing the leaves off the trees. And why they are doing that is they're giving the trees a chance to rest, replenish, and those new buds are coming. And it's again, what do we want to grow in our lives? So you might not know right now, Joanna had an idea and it kind of went upheaval. It went all over the place. But now you have space in the circle of your life, Joanna. I do. And thank you very much for that. That's, uh, that's really lovely to receive. Thank you. Um, and it's, it's really funny. Um, 
the the language you used around that as well uh the the working with the elements uh because one of the things that i'm realizing having landed here and having had a bit more space you know that now that we're unpacked and furnished and starting to get into a routine again um is that i am here to embrace a part of my identity that i'd kind of shoved down because it really wasn't compatible with the lifestyle i had and that is the identity of witch and of course the witch works with the elements and so it, i find it really interesting that that's the language you used for that because yeah. you could have you could have said lots of different things yeah. for those mess right yeah um so uh, so that's really that's really interesting and i actually also pulled a card i didn't pull a card for you but i pulled oh, a card for <laughs> i pulled a card for your listeners very good thank you and I, I mean, you, some of this stuff you just can't make up, can you? Like, I mean, it's just so odd. So I'll start by saying that I run a community where I do a channeled monthly message, like a theme, and then weekly messages to support that as we work through that theme um, every month. And this month's theme for November uh, was uh, was birth, uh, renewal, you know, new beginnings, endings and new beginnings. The card that my message was based on was death which is normally a very scary card in the tarot. Nobody really likes to get that card. Um, and, uh, and I thought that was really interesting, of course, with, uh, with Samhain, which is the Celtic New Year that we just, you know, we just had November 1st. So it all felt perfect. And I could not believe my eyes when today I, I came to, to, to my deck and pulled a card for your listeners, and it was death. Wow. Now explain to everyone what that means, because they'll all be running away from the... <laughs> it doesn't mean actual death. No, it doesn't mean actual death. It means exactly what you were uh, talking about, Sharon, before. It's it's that those endings and beginnings and being willing to let go of the old so that the new can grow, so that the new can arise. Mm -hmm. So it's that's I have chills as I'm saying this because we're obviously all on the same page. We're all tapping into the same things yeah. um, and experiencing them, them in our particular situations in different ways. But the theme is the same. So, um, so if you're listening to this like whatever you can do to to think about like if you were starting over you don't have to start over but what if you would like what would be different what would you change what would you choose and that will give you some ideas on how to move forward and make make the best of this energy that's available to us uh, to to have a new beginning and to add some some fresh energy into our lives yes i love that so definitely, and I knew I was excited before I came on. I told you, Joanna, because I really felt like it was going to be something very powerful and transformative, not just for us, you know, having this chat. I'm excited anyway, learning something new all the time, but for our listeners. And that I really feel that, you know, that we are, I think as a, a consciousness, you know, worldwide, we are shifting, we're letting go of the old and moving into something new. And again, that can be fearful. You know, it can be, I, some people say, I want it to stay the same, even though the same is not a nice place for them to be. It's like if people were in a relationship and it's just not working, but that fear of letting go and moving on, like, how do I start again? And would anybody love me again? And I'm too old or, you know, all of these things we tell ourselves. So we'd rather stay stuck in a place that there isn't any joy or any love. So I would say there has to be a better place than that. There always has to be a better place than that. For sure. For sure. And I think there's ways of approaching it that doesn't make it so scary. So that's why I said you don't have to like burn everything to the ground this particular second, but allow yourself to think about what would happen if you did? Like what would happen if you did have the courage to leave the job or leave the relationship or, you know, start this new habit or like do whatever it is that you've always wanted to do. Um, and actually one of the, one of the messages that was this, one of the supportive messages um, in my community that we had this month was about wishing. And so not planning Right. We're coming to the end of the year. Everybody wants to be planning and formulating, you know, concrete things and whatever, not planning, not manifesting because manifesting is still you're very you're very kind of um, focused, laser focused on something and attached to particular outcomes. So none of those very um, like masculine, forceful energies, but wishing mm -hmm. if you if you do one thing at this time of year, allow yourself to wish. Mm -hmm. 
what would you wish for? Oh, that's lovely. And again, I feel like the magic of the fairies, you know, a wish and being out in nature. And a thing we used to do when we were children is, um, you know, the dandelion before it flowers. And we called it a wish and you'd blow and the dandelion seeds would fly out into the sky and we would send out our wishes as children. But as adults, we feel silly doing that, but we didn't as children. So it's about bringing that playfulness and joyfulness and inner child out in all of us and kind of dancing with the fairies when we're out in the fields. That's what you'd be doing now, Joanny. You'd be down the fields now, <laughs> dancing around with the fairies. So, so I wasn't kidding when I said I'm not a nature person. Like, I, you know, I... <laughs> I am very, very spiritual and very, very connected, but I am not super naturey. So I just do not like the sensation of things, nature touching me, which makes it difficult for me to enjoy it, maybe in, in ways that other people enjoy it. So <laughs> and that's, 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 that's a okay. part of you then that you have to get in touch with. Um, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but for the moment, it was actually more important for me to accept that part of me yeah. um, and understand and show others that spiritual doesn't mean a particular way. You don't have to be, you know, meditating and, you know, eating lettuce and walking barefoot through whatever. Like, there's no one way yes. to to have that divine connection. Yeah. Um it's, it's a very personal thing. And really the most important thing about it is to know who you are because it's about soul alignment, which just means alignment with who you are, not me, you know, not, not, not Sharon, but you, the listener, like, who are you and what do you enjoy and what do you not enjoy? And if you get a piece of advice that's, you know, not resonating, instead of rejecting it or forcing yourself to do it, ask yourself how you can make it your own. Like, how would it work for you? So good. You know, what's coming into my mind is, Joanna, if we didn't have any obstacles or blocks or fears or doubts, who would we want to be and what would we want to do? And I suppose I'm thinking about that a lot more recently because people are kind of coming in and they're, you know, there's lots of things going on for people in their lives, as there is for every human experience. But if we didn't have any of those fears or any of the obstacles, who would you be? Who would you want to be? And what would you want to do? So even having that little wish, I wish I could be more like the person that I really, truly want to be, or I wish I could do what I really want to do in life. And even just having fun with it, instead of saying, I have to manifest it. I ha how am I going to get there? I have to do all of these things before I can get there. And it's too hard. And then you're fighting with yourself. <laughs> Does that yes. make sense, Joanna? Oh, completely. And that's, I mean, I think that's the secret to manifesting. Um, so that's how I manifested this, you know, my biggest dream yet. Um, this was a huge manifestation and it like, it was so impossible that we couldn't make a plan <laughs> like, because it was impossible. Like we had no savings and no prospects <laughs> and no nothing. Like it was a complete pipe dream. I mean, and so what I did is, is I, I tapped into what I wanted my life to be. Like, what did I think that this move would give me? And instead of trying to make the move happen, I, I aligned myself with the version of me who already lived here and tried to be her as much as possible. And I tell you such magical things happen. I mean, it was, it, you know, it was very simple things. Like I thought that I living in Ireland, me would be more outdoorsy. So I started running. And then like with every run that I went on, I felt more connected to the version of me who already lived in Ireland. Right. But then like such funny things happened. Like I wanted more access to like things like dance classes in English and like, you know, just like simple things in my life that I wanted to have access to. And suddenly I started fi finding them in Belgium. And then with Brexit, the local uh, store that stocked British products, because there's a big uh, British community in Belgium, they couldn't get the British products. So they started stocking super value stuff. So suddenly I was even shopping in Irish stores. I'm like, this is just odd. <laughs> like, <Wow. laughs> so, um, so yeah, I would totally advise and uh, and encourage to instead of focusing on the goal i always say to look beyond the goal mm -hmm. and that's where you'll find the magic that's where you'll find the actual like um energy 
to play with to bring yourself into that new space that new job new relationship new whatever so in my mind what i'm seeing is i'm very visual um in my mind what i'm seeing is again you know i'm going back to the forest this morning when i was walking in it and a misty hue between the trees and again my spirit guide said you don't have to see what's beyond it you know but you can send out your heart's desire whatever that is and you might not even know what that feels like because a lot of people say well I don't know who I am and I don't know where I want to go or who I want to be with or what job I want to do so how can I you know send what can I send out so what do you advise people when they say that to you Joanna? I get so excited talking about this I swear to god um so (laughs) So this is this is exactly it. Like there's no, as you said before, there's no point going for a specific job or a specific situation. And what we do is we work with how you're going to feel or experience the world through that version of you. So um, in the job example, instead of you know trying to figure out exactly what job you want at what level in what company, I would be playing with things like what kinds of things are you doing during the day? Like, are you working on your own or with a team? Like, are you the leader or a participant? How do you feel? Like I would, I would be working with feeling, um, feeling appreciated because that's probably how, No, even if you don't know what job you want, you probably want to feel appreciated and part of something bigger, yes. something that matters. And those are the energies that I'd be bringing into my life today So I'd be looking for ways to feel appreciated now, to feel like I'm part of something bigger now and wait for the, you know, the actual physical reality of perfect job uh, to, to, to come to me from that space of, of already energetic alignment with how I want to feel. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And it kind of goes in line with the way I kind of live my life. I always think I don't just want to do something for the sake of doing it. I want to, feel good while I'm doing it and even afterwards I want to feel better because I felt like I have participated fully in my own mind body and soul and the people that are with me we've connected on such a lovely level you know it's like this Joanna I'm just like everything is just flowing I'm just like going oh this is so lovely oh I love what she says this is great (laughs) I love that so if we look beyond the unknown the mist between the trees And we create a playful side to ourselves of going, well, whatever that job is that I would like to do, um, imagine how I would like to feel. And I think that's the most important thing you said there, to be appreciated in whatever we do, whether that's relationships or jobs or any kind of thing we do, it's to be appreciated and to appreciate the work that we're putting into it and being appreciated by whoever is around us and to enjoy it, to look forward to doing whatever you're going to be doing, even if you're not sure. And another thing I will say there is I had a lady one time and I've shared this story many times and she was never sure what she wanted to do. And she was very lost. And I said to her, well, what do you like doing just even as a hobby? And she said, I love swimming. I could stay in the water all day long. And I said, oh, that's brilliant because not many people have something they really love so passionately. So she loved swimming. And I said, and what else do you love? And she said, oh, I love kids. I think they're just brilliant and they're fun and they're always coming up with funny stories. And I said, well, would you ever think of becoming a swimming coach for kids? And she said it never dawned on her that you could bring the things that are joyful in your life. They might be just hobbies that you could bring them together to make a new career for yourself. She was just blown away so how come I never thought of that and I said because you were looking beyond it for something that you believed you should be doing instead of what you really truly wanted to do yeah that's a, I think that's such a huge um I'm gonna say thing because I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm at a loss for words but it's such a huge thing to like to allow yourself to to have the things that you want and so it's not just about like it's not just about looking forward to something in the future. I actually don't work with the future at all. I work with parallel realities and theory. I'm a bit of a science nerd as well. So, <laughs> so I have a course on parallel realities and, um, and I prefer to think about it that way to, to think about the thing that I want being in the same kind of time as I am so that I can choose for it now, because 
it actually, you know, what taught me this or what gave me this realization was uh, were all the times when it looked like our move wouldn't work. All the times when it looked like we wouldn't have enough money, we wouldn't have enough financial stability uh, to to leave our jobs, like all those things. Um, and I had to several times over and over again, remind myself or choose to continue even if we don't get to move. And so I had to ask myself, okay, well, if it do, if this big thing that I want doesn't happen, like, do I want to be on my deathbed, you know, thinking, oh, I wasted my life going after this thing and it never happened. And so I was miserable for the past however many years. And I thought, no, I, I really don't want that. So I thought, okay, well, what can I do today <laughs> to make my life good? Even, you know, whether and still continue moving towards what I wanted, but not sacrificing the journey of getting there, if that makes sense. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because for me, it is about the journey. It's not about that, you know, they say it's about the journey, not the destination. That's the quote. But it really is about the journey because that's where you're learning and the opportunities will present themselves to you. You will see things that you never noticed before. But if you're only looking, and again, I say if you're only looking at that end goal or the destination there, you're missing out on so much. And that's where I believe the magic happens. I truly believe that's where the magic happens. And I say to people, I never planned to do this work. I never manifested to be a therapist or a teacher to write books or to do any of those things. I never in my life, I told somebody at the weekend, I wanted to be a dancer. <laughs> and, you know, and that was because it was part of me that I could express myself freely through movement and expression. And I am a dancer in a way because I'm still using movement because it's movement of air through my throat chakra and it's inspiration and insights moving through me. It's the cosmic dance coming through me and I'm expressing it in a way. And all of what we're saying is a, a frequency. It's a vibration that's going out and it's resonating with some people and it's drifting past others and it's going where it needs to go. So that is a dance. It's a cosmic dance. I like to think of it as that way. So everything that has happened in my life was only one step. And when that was created, it automatically led, as I said, to the next thing. And then I was like, oh, look at this is kind of just opened up. I had to take the step into it and take action. Yeah. But it was so much easier than if I tried to manifest or plan that years ago when it really wasn't something I wanted to do. I had to grow into the space of who I was or who I was becoming. But that's that's manifesting. So for me, manifesting is becoming that new version of you and not a better version, not a bigger version, but yes. a more authentic version of you. Lovely. Um, and that's that's what it's about. And it's you can't manifest without that action piece like you can't visualize your way. Uh, to that goal. Um, in fact, science shows that so they've had, as I said, I, I like the science bit as well. Um, and science has shown they've done experiments like, you know, to, to, to see how intention affects the outcome. So they've studied athletes, especially, and we know you know, that athletes envision uh, the end, you know, going running through that finish line or whatever, but that's not actually what creates uh, the change or the, um, the possibility. What works a lot better in terms of how the brain works and what happens after is imagining the process. Mm -hmm. So if the athlete is imagining the process of what they will do if they get tired, what will they do if they stumble? Like, what will they do to make it to the finish line? That's much more effective and in actually intentionally creating reality and shifting those molecules around than visualizing the end goal. Mm, that Isn't is that interesting? Oh my God, that is amazing. I love that. It's shifting reality. That's mm. what you just said. I yes. love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the process. So I think like I think it's really important to take those steps. You can't you can't think your way to clarity. You can't think your way to um, you know, to a manifested outcome. It has to be like we're in the physical space. I think like in the spiritual realms, as far as I understand it, sure, you can think something and it'll appear. But everything is much denser here. And so we have to play with, uh, with energy in form, in physical form. Uh, and that just takes a little bit of a different, a different process. And action is a huge part of it. You can't get that momentum going without it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just writing little notes down now because I just think they're lovely. Some things are really ding, ding, dinging in my mind. And I love that. So tell us about your 
beautiful team, Avalon, explain to people that might not be familiar with um, a spiritual team or, you know, what they help you with or how you discover them in your life. And just tell us a little bit more because it's exciting. It is exciting. Um, so I'm what they what people call a channel, which means that I bring spiritual wisdom and like I sense the energy of the spiritual world and can translate it into words that people will understand here. Um, and the guide team that I currently work with call themselves Avalon. Now, it's it what's important about that or the Avalon Collective rather. Uh, what's important about that is that that's probably not their actual name. So as far as I understand it, um, they call themselves that because that name resonates with me. So I have a real connection with uh, the story of Avalon, with the story of um, of, of magic being part of every indi individual, of fem you know, female empowerment, like all those things. Um, and so that's what they call themselves. And our joint mission is to bring magic and power back to the individual. So the idea is that society took them from us. Um, and now it's time for each individual to reclaim that. So that's our kind of joint purpose. Um, and that's that's what they help me with. And that's what they help my my clients and my community uh, with as well as reclaiming that power to create, to shape reality um, and the magic that we all hold within us. Mm, lovely. So again, for anybody that doesn't understand about um, spiritual guides or anything like that, I think I've shared my own story, but how did you connect or discover you had this, you know, team or did it start with the team? Just explain to people how you connected with that energy. It started with a with a singular guide um, who was different. It, it was she wasn't part of she's not part of this theme. I haven't had any contact with her for a long time now. Um, but it was a, it's a great example, actually, the story of how you can't think yourself into these things because um, I had signed up for uh, an intuitive art course. And this was no kind of regular intuitive art course. It was led by a lady who's the best channel I have ever seen in my life. And that's kind of what she was bringing out in people is that connection to that deeper knowing mm. and the spiritual wisdom. And I desperately wanted to be like her. Aww. Oh, my God. I, I kept like annoying her to like tell me what books I could read and how I could learn and how I could have a guide. I wanted a guide. But there was no guide for me. I had to go through the process and I had to go through the process of learning about who I am and accepting myself and kind of going deeper into that before a guide showed up. And when a guide did show up during one of the uh, art classes, I was terrified. I was like, what? What's this inside my head? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go away. <laughs> So, um, so it kind of started like that, you know, and now I experience it just as a different level of knowing. It's a, it's kind of a, a, a wiser, deeper uh, level of, of knowing. And I mean, I've been working with it now for, for a very long time. So it's easier to pull things through at the beginning. If anybody, if any listeners are starting out, like it's totally normal to, to not trust it to not be able to like tell the difference between that and your mind like all those things are totally normal and the only way to move forward like we just said is action is practice yeah uh, i love that um yeah because i share that as well the first time that i connected with my guide ella pedro and he the way he was dressed first of all i couldn't stop laughing but it was his eyes that they penetrated my soul that's the way I felt and for me I can only describe it as a connection of pure unconditional love that's what I felt in that moment and every time after that that I connected with him I realized he was so connected to me because I smiled the biggest smile every time I felt his energy come near me that's how I knew it was so real because it wasn't all the time because I wasn't connecting to my spiritual guides every minute of the day. It was usually when I was working or I was sitting, reflecting or writing and I connected with him and he was very funny. It's not that he said any funny, but he just had a joyful soul like me. And I thought, oh, thank God, he's somebody that is joyful because I couldn't do it a serious one. Next thing I got the serious one, Joanna, the teacher. <laughs> 
And every and still now there's times he comes in and I kind of pretend I don't see him. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, even you know, I say that because you know we might work with spirits. I say to people, we're not going around. We're not holy glory people. We're normal people. We've just connected maybe to another level or part of ourselves that we want to learn and explore about. The guides for me are, they're so supportive and encouraging and they help you on your path. I always say they're walking alongside me. They don't push me. They don't point to direction all the time. Sometimes they're just with me. And I had a guide step in at one stage and all he used to do was walk in front of me with a long staff in his hand. And he said nothing. And I used to get so frustrated and cross with him and say, where are we going? What are we supposed to do? And he taught me patience. He taught me to be tolerant. He taught me to just be and for not to have to go somewhere, but just to be present within myself and within those steps. But like for weeks Every time I saw him coming, I was like, I, I don't know why you're here. This is ridiculous. We're not doing anything and there's nothing happening. But that was exactly it. I was expecting things to be all profound and re revelations and all of these amazing wisdoms coming through me. When in fact, it was just be, just be in the space that you're in right now. And that's OK. And I kind of feel that's where I am a little bit. And that's why I was interested with your card, you know, death and rebirth and transformation and even your card that I picked for you just being and connecting with all of the elements you know and giving ourselves space to grow again growing into the version the authentic version of who we truly are I think it's all just so I don't know amazing and fabulous and magical Joanna it is it totally is and it's really like that's kind of all there is right is I know it's a really like trite thing to say at this stage, but the, pr the present moment is the, all that really exists. Like, I don't, I wish I could understand like the science behind time. Maybe now that I have so much space, I'll read more about that. But like, I really resonate with, um, with that idea that time doesn't exist. And therefore there is only now because if there's no few like it's all happening at the, at the same oh, time yeah. Yeah. even like they say you know that past lives they're not past <laughs> it's, it's all happening at the same time which makes sense on so many levels and uh and encourages to come back to the present moment right because if you believe that and there's no sense worrying about the future or i'm, I'm a big worrier so mm. like that's something that i have to really keep you know um on top of yeah and I think that's really important to say that because, you know, and I think it's something that um, the human race has been taught, you know, timekeeping to keep us subservient, to keep us being controlled, you know, because I don't believe I know we all have to say, well, I have to see you at two and whatever, all of these different things. But again, sometimes you can be just present and time doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I remember years ago, uh, for me, it was amazing moment it hasn't happened since but I remember standing at the back door and looking out into my garden and everything just stood still it's like time stopped now it probably was for a second or two seconds but it felt like eternity mm. and in that moment I was just part of everything there was no separation and I've never had that experience since because I've been looking for it and I've tried to stand again at my door and let it happen again but it was meant to happen when it was meant to happen for me just to even experience it in that moment just to know that you're absolutely right we consider time so linear mm. and it's so much more than that and I just think god there's so much we haven't clue of really Joanna oh for sure that's I that, that's I think that's one of the things that I repeat most like I do not have all the answers yes I have probably a stronger connection to the spirit world than a lot of people, maybe most people fine, but it doesn't mean they give me all the answers. And in fact, like sometimes I push them to give me more. Um, and often they do, 
but one time I remember um, it was with with the person I learned the channeling from, from the intuitive art teacher. And um, and I kept pushing her because she was the one doing the channeling. I kept pushing her. I was like, no, I want to know why. I want to know exactly how. And I remember she channeled something that was so big that I couldn't grasp it. Like, I, I don't even know what it was now. Like, I couldn't, it never stayed in my head. Like, it was just... Like, I couldn't understand it. It freaked me out completely. And she was like, see, <laughs> that's what happens when you ask for more. That, like, you will always get what you can handle, what you can process. And so um, energy work, whenever you do your energy work, you know, meditation or any, anything else kind of expansive, that expands your energy to be able to hold more. And that's it. I mean, you can't kind of get more than you can hold because it yeah. won't be, it's not pleasant. Yeah, or more than I suppose you can process or understand with your yeah. awareness, you know, because I'm always saying that um, if I looked back at my life or anybody looks back at their life and they say, God, I wish I knew better, you know, when I was 20 or when I was 30 or whatever. And I'd say, well, you can't because you didn't know better. It's with life experience and with things that you go through and you come out of it and you get resilient and you understand, God, I got through that. And how did I get through it? And it's to reflect maybe on, you know, well, how did you actually get through that? Maybe you need to look at yourself and say, you are stronger than you believe. You got through those hard times and here you are now, you know, and what did you learn about yourself from that? I think sometimes that's why I like to reflect. I mm. always say I only look back to see how far I've come and what I've learned on that journey. And as I said, I still have so much to learn. I'm still very open to learning. And I think that's kind of where I am even at the moment. And many people are, we're maybe learning a little bit more about where we're going in our own lives and with that, it's going to bring change and it will bring that fear and doubt and all of the things. But it's OK. And I love the fact that you said, you know, manifesting is being the authentic version of yourself, shifting the reality and about the process, you know, and mm -hmm. taking action. And again, I say this all the time. I'm a Reiki master. I'd say it's just for today. Just for today, I will do my best. Just for today, I will not have anger. Just for today, I will live with the attitude of gratitude. Just for today, I respect all living creatures, even the ones in nature, Joanna, that you don't like to be around. <laughs> I like them outside. Well, they're okay, like far away. <laughs> yes, but not near you. No. Is there anything, because we're coming up to the time, is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with? Any insight or inspiration or whatever you'd like to finish off with, Joanna? I think just, you know, if there's something in your heart that you feel a real pull towards now's the time to at least explore it you don't have to you know burn your whole life down and choose for this thing um, you don't have to make any drastic changes but find a way to to bring it into your life even in small ways i think i don't know there's something in the energy that's really supportive of that right now and who knows what's coming really i mean we just don't know what's coming. And I, I've started to make sure that I appreciate every day, not in a, you know, hey, hey, gratitude journal kind of way, but actually like that I do the things that I, that I love, you know, um, and I encourage everybody to do that too. Like no matter what your life looks like, you can bring some of that dream life into your current life and that'll make everything like that'll make the journey more pleasant and it'll bring about any changes faster. So it's really a win-win. Brilliant, Joanna. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you. The time has just flown by because I, I know. really, really enjoyed it. And I'm sure our listeners will really enjoy it. So you can check out Joanna on her website, www.joannahennon.com. Her podcast is the Soul Smart Podcast. You can work with Joanna in the Elevator, her monthly membership or receive, for receiving monthly and weekly messages um, from her guide team, Avalon. And you also run workshops and courses and all the details are on your website. You're also on Instagram. Yes, I love Instagram. So, And I really love receiving messages on Instagram. So if anybody wants to uh, wants to reach out with a question or a comment about what, whatever we talked about uh, today, that would be really great. I would love to hear from you. Brilliant, Joanna. What's your Instagram 
handle. It's just Joanna Hannon. Lovely. And you're on Facebook also as well. I am. I'm a, yes, I'm a bit of a social media lover. That's okay, because it's all about connection and it's a lovely way to be able to connect with people because people can see the negative sometimes too much mm-hmm. in social media, but I'm seeing the positive in it so much, especially over the COVID period and being able to support each other. So again, it's how you look at things. It's your own perspective on what you view, how you use things as well in life. So if sure. I use them to connect and to share love and support and fun, that's what I'm getting back. But if you're going on negative and giving out about everything, you're going to get it back, remember, because that's what it loves. Most definitely. It has been a real pleasure. And I really loved connecting with you today. And the best of luck to you in County Galway, Ireland, and all the things that are going to be happening for you. You're giving yourself the space now, working with the elements. I can't wait to hear how that goes for you. And as I said to my listeners, thank you so much. I feel really energized. I felt excited this morning, as I said, getting up. And I felt so excited coming on to speak to Joanna. Um, And I hope that you can feel that energy as you listen to this podcast as well. I look forward to connecting to you all again soon. Stay well and be happy.